Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. In this episode, we're diving into one of our core manifesto perspectives, how we all have adventures in missing the point. So we'll apply a bit of roguishness to some current events, offer some wise ways to apply the whys, and as always, we'll share a mystic McNugget. So hey man, it's time to buckle up. Right? How you doing, Stu? Oh, that's great. Doing Good great. You, Good to see you, Mac. Yeah. Namaste, be- my friend. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, without a doubt. You know, and uh, we're here enjoying some 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 Irish grog. Right, which is coffee. Oh, all right? it's so good. But it's flavored coffee from some of my favorite folks gave this to me, and it has what? Caramel and Irish Irish cream. cream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there we are. We're so, hitting the highlands mm-hmm. or something today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are, just enjoying a little, uh, enjoying a little uh, cafe, right? Yes. So, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I was very excited to record uh, a Maestro Muse yes. over the weekend after my wrestling tournament where yeah. I discussed uh, my experience with seeing my team um, really show a great example of the concept that together is truly I better. I loved hearing that, man. It was, it was fantastic. It was great. I was you know, yes. I was so excited. And thanks for sharing that because, you know, that's so encouraging that we have young people out there that are that are getting that. That gives us hope for the future. <laughs> it gives me hope for the future. Oh, absolutely. That we're going to have folks out there that, are, you know, are going to be leaders and, you know, of, of, of companies or governments or whatever. I mean, I just I just love to see the young folks starting to, to get that, man. It's it's awesome. I, in, and in no small regard... To, to, to the work that you do with them. And so that's a great call well, out for thank you, too, you, man, without a doubt. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, man, you, I'm, I'm going to have to strap in today because I'm going to kind of be, I'm going to be a bit roguish here, Chief, okay? Buckle up time. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to go after it. We're going to call in some current event kind of stuff. So, so that'll be, that'll be really fun. But we're also going to overlay it all with, with just some of our core tenets, the stuff that we just believe in that not only they apply to current events, but just to life in general. Right. You know? And and that's what this podcast is all about. So um, you know, I so appreciate you, you our hearts already, our minds and our hearts are already in line tonight because you greeted me with Namaste. And I so appreciate that. And and, and and for those of you that don't know what that word is and, and, and don't understand it, I'm maybe not even going to give you the definition here. If you're curious enough, I'm going to ask you to go look it up. But in general, I believe, we believe that a statement like that is so unbelievably relational and foundational to how people interact or should interact with each other. And, and and again, just briefly, it's a statement that just acknowledges that we each have a divinity within us. That's our belief without a doubt. And that's beautiful. And we're exotic, beautiful cocktails, each one of us, right? <laughs> and so let's call that beauty out and let's acknowledge it before we even start, before we even get into a conversation, before we even go anywhere. Look, Let's just start with that, that I believe that's a beautiful part of you, and I'm acknowledging it, man, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're doing the same to me. How about if every single conversation we ever had, any of us, starts out that way? Oh, I love it. <laughs> what, what the world would be different, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Looking for the best 
of yeah, one another. Exactly. See and seeing and knowing that, it's and there. Knowing it's there and feeling it. Yes. And just calling it out and going. It's all your senses. Oh man. So mm-hmm. you know, we're we're gonna run with that. We're gonna run with it every week. That's gonna be part of our our greeting, not only to each other, but to all of you, you know, that 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 we want to say namaste because we, we believe for every single person that's listening out there that that's true, that that statement is true. So um, so there you go, uh, you beautiful co- exotic cocktails, right? <laughs> all right. So this week, this episode, we are going to talk about adventures in missing the point. And we talk about this. We've talked about this for years. Oh, yeah. Okay? And a little setup to it is it comes, for me, it comes, the statement comes from a book by Tony Campolo and Brian McLaren that they wrote in 2010. Now, it's a it's a spiritually organ, you know, uh, focused book about Christianity and some things like that. that. That's not this part of this discussion. We're not going there with it other than to just say that the concept of us tending to go on adventures and missing the point, missing the main point, focusing on, you know, the things that we gravitate to, but that don't keep us focused on what's most important is is just someplace we all go. It doesn't have anything to do with Christianity or spirituality. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to flesh some examples of that out currently in our opinion, and then kind of just kind of tie it all together as to how can we how can we overcome some of those adventures and get us a little bit back on course, you know? Well, so many people miss the point, right? And it does end up being an adventure and leading you down a path that you, you causes you to miss the point, yeah, well, <laughs> which is why yeah. this is beautifully worded. Ad- yeah. It's an adventure. Well, you know, you it's sort of point. like this. If you go on adventure, if I'm going to drive from he- my house here, right where we are right now, to Atlanta, that's not that far, all right? And let's just say I'm off by 10 degrees. Wherever I was going, I, I, I started out, and I started out 10 degrees off, right? I'm not going to miss my final destination by all that much. I can, you know, I can figure it out. I might a little right. bit... But no big deal. But if I'm going to go from here, say I'm going to fly from here to London, mm-hmm. from Atlanta to right. London, yeah. and I'm 10 degrees off to start with, I'm going to miss London by a bunch. Oh, yeah. Okay? So the minute I get an adventure in missing the point depends on how far down that rabbit hole I go as to how far away I get from really the true focus and meaning of whatever it was we're trying to accomplish. And what we'll find is sometimes it's not even that close of a, of a degree. You may be 180. You may start going the complete opposite direction. And then you're really <laughs> That's right. the point. Oh, man, yeah. You are totally... <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, you know, somebody's going to send the Mounties after you, man, you know, so, um, so anyway, that's kind of where this concept comes from. It's always stuck with me, and then it's been a part of our conversation for a lot of years, but a lot of times when we, when we have an adventure and missing the point, we tend to focus on what I'll call the non-normative. You see, there's always that little tail. If you look at the distribution curve, our normal bell curve, we always have these little outliers. They're possible. But they're not very probable at all. Okay, it's kind of like winning the lottery. Is it possible you're going to win the lottery? Yes. Is it very probable you're going to win the lottery? Not yet in my life. No. So if you go and try to live your life in the expectation, in this example of winning the lottery, you've missed the point. 
all right? And so we so often want to grasp onto things that are possible, but but they're not very probable, all right? And so that it causes us to go way off the mark, and, and we need some wisdom. We need some discernment. That's what this podcast is all about, to, to help us to help prevent us from, from doing that as often, maybe not ever, but, but as often, right? And so, you know, an example, I'm just going to pull an example from the internet. There was a large mega church. And, and again, I'm not trying to make this about this church or this pastor or these people. They're just an example of a much bigger situation if you will, that a point that we want to make here about him missing the point. But there's this pastor, and he has a, a very large megachurch, and, and and he tends, he's proclaiming from the pulpit, right, things like that this vaccine will alter people's DNAs, and, and it'll be used to track people down, okay? Now, is that possible? I don't even know if it's possible, personally. I don't know much about science, but is that very probable, I, I don't think so, all right? And so when we start to talk about things like this, uh, the coronavirus vaccine would help lay the groundwork for the coming of the Antichrist. Mm. And now if anybody knows anything about Christianity, all right, now we're bringing in a whole other aspect of the for the faithful, for people when it comes to their faith and things that the Bible says, all right? But this is the pastor, Right. This is the pastor saying this. So he comes with a certain amount of authority. So this is like end of time. Yes. The end of times. Exactly. And so right. now we're going to connect this to a whole end time kind of perspective. Right. Um, and so now, you know, so then you go to another step and he says, don't take the vaccine. Believe in the blood of Jesus. Believe in divine immunity. Now, now, again, there are certain religious organizations, religious beliefs that would, would say, I'm not going to use medical technology because I have a, and, and I respect that. I, I, that's not the point here. The point is he's, and all of a sudden he introduces this whole new doctrine sort of, okay, he wraps it up in the blood of Jesus, and yet now he's going to expect people to not take this thing and accept a doctrine that comes from some place that they, they, they've never heard this before in this way. And it's not part of their culture. It's not part of who they are. I'm not talking about the blood of Jesus now. I'm just talking about this don't take the medical because you have the blood. Okay? He never said that before when it came to anything else. I'm sure. What? You got sick. You needed, you know, you need a shot. You need to go to the doctor. This isn't part of their normative. All right? And so now you're going to try to introduce something brand new into this. Okay? Then he says, he also claimed God had warned him about a satanic global agenda that is trying to establish one worldwide religion and bring the Christian church under governmental control. Wow. Okay. Now, possible? Can I say it's like more than zero? I, I, I you know, again, I, I don't know how, but maybe it's more than zero, but probable? I, I just... How do we let ourselves again to be, I think, deceived by some of this kinds of stuff? But be, why is that though? And I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about that. Why, the why? Why? Not why is he even saying it? Because I can't get in the guy's head. Okay. I have, I really don't know. And that's where mm -hmm. my questions come in is what's his agenda? agenda? What's his <laughs> end game? What's his, right. what's his point? Okay. 
why say all of this? Right. Well, we're here, asking the whys. Here it is. All right, let's hear Here's it. Here's one of the whys. Okay. Listen to what he said. Therefore, here we go, here we go, here we go. All the previous, now here's the therefore. They want to stop President Trump because he's against that agenda. So now we bring this thing, and it, it went from the faithful, it went from the Bible, it went from the blood of Jesus, it went from all of this other, it, which is, that's, that's their belief maybe, that's his belief, and we have that religious belief, but now we're going to land the plane on politics, okay? So now what happens is we take beliefs, and we take faith, and we take prophecy, and the the reason that all of that is because now we're going to bring it into a political agenda. And again, I'm not going to get hung up on the President Trump part of it or they're not. I'm just saying is that here's the agenda, political motivation. Okay. And so there it is. You know what? And it could be anything. I'm, you know, this just happens to be this, this circumstance. All right. Uh, but, but now all of a sudden you have to use some discernment and say, whoa, I think we just crossed over from faith and belief and how do I grid this with God and some other stuff to politically motivated. Well, I can imagine if I was sitting there listening to him, I would be thinking, okay, what do I do with this information? <laughs> how do I grid it? Yeah. And it, it makes me realize that when you have an, an audience that trust you, you have people that trust you. Right. You, There's the point. You've, you need to be responsible for your, for what you say and <laughs> what your, what your influence may be. And this is, this is true for anybody. Right. This, this is, is somebody yes. in front of a large number of people, but let's Absolutely. just take, let's take it back to our families, right? You're a parent. Yeah. Maybe not even and your we're parents. Dads, you know, we're we dads. have influence over uh, our children. I have influence yes. over kids that I I coach. Right, exactly. Right? I mean, teachers have big influence. Yes. So you've got to take responsibility for yeah. what you're saying. That's, and absolutely, okay. So, so in this comes from an article that I read, but I mean, you know, it's more than just in this article. So here's what this person said, and I think this is beautifully put. I'm just going to read it because I can't say it any okay, better. Right. When a preacher, and I'll almost substitute leadership, just like you did, anyone in a position of authority, okay? We're talking specifically about these particular things, but it's much bigger, just as you mentioned. Right. When a preacher with his stature mixes conspiracy theory with end-time speculation and claims to have heard directly from God on social political matters, it becomes exceedingly difficult, and here's the point, it becomes exceedingly difficult for the faithful. And I'm going to substitute, in the church, it's the faithful. It's the people sitting in the pews or sitting right. in the chairs. In your example, it's your children. It's your your kids in your team. Anybody that trusts yeah, another person. It's the students in the room, okay? It becomes exceedingly difficult for the faithful in the pews to discern, have wisdom between what is scripture, social commentary, political fantasy, and outright conspiracy. And there's the dilemma, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think this is we're in this place right now, but it's a, it, it doesn't end with COVID or doesn't end with the political climate that we have right now it's this whole idea at the core of it Stu. who can we trust right who should we trust who can we trust to tell us the truth 
Right. We've talked about this, you yes. and I. I, I yes. say this quite a bit. Who can I trust? But not only that, where can I get information that right. I can trust? Yes, and we're confused by that. There's so much out there, right? So, the, but we want to try. We, we mean, you know, we want to have faith because we don't know it all. I don't know it all. You don't know it all. None of us do. So, who can we, or what can we, what source can we trust? Okay. And, and so, here's my answer to that. Here's the takeaway in this instance completely trust, 100% trust, almost nobody or nothing. All right. And that doesn't mean you have a jaundiced opinion about people or about the media or about the fact that there even can be truth. The point is the minute you abdicate the responsibility to think for yourself and you pass it along to the leader, the pastor, the news source, the whatever, and you give them the power now over your thinking to tell you completely what's true, you've just taken wisdom out of the equation. So instead of me taking the information in, applying wisdom, right? Right. I'm just taking what you say as the gospel, the, the gospel, if you will. <laughs> the truth, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's almost, um, you're almost being, it's, it's, like the, it's like the easy way out. Right. Yes. I'm not going to do any like I know when I anytime I've done that, it's like ah, I don't I don't have time to think right. about it myself. I got so much going on to look into it. But it's so important to yeah. be able to have have the, the kind of roguish wisdom that we talk about yes. to spend yes. time because this is important. It matters. It makes all the difference, quite frankly, in my opinion. This is more than, oh, I just read a review at the local restaurant. They said it was good. I'll go to dinner there. Okay, right. good for you. All right, maybe good, maybe not. That's that's easy. That's no. That's a no brainer. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about stuff like this, pastor is proclaiming to his people, and mm -hmm. what do you do with that? Like you said, all right, or or all the other myriad of things that we have to face in life every single day, we need to do it better. We need to just say there's a certain amount of that. I can just right now. I'm just going to accept it as the truth, but I'm not going to accept 100% of it, and I'm especially when something just is one of those tail end kind of things again. God told me that this is the end times, and I'm using this as an example, but I'm just saying that ought to cause every single person that hears that to have the, their ears prick up a little bit. Again, I, I can't say whether God speaks to some particular person or not. That, that's not fair, all right? But when I hear that, I want to bring some discernment into that, get some corroborating stuff. I want to talk to some other people and not just necessarily everybody in the tribe, because I guarantee you, if those people in that church talk to other people in that church, guess what they're going to say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, right. we're on board, right? right? So you got to get outside your tribe a little bit, all right, to kind of Here's some of the what ifs. Doesn't mean you adopt it, but you, you know what? You need a source that forces you to use some discernment. Okay. You know? So, one thing that we certainly can do is we can start out trusting people. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with asking some why questions. Exactly. And just exploring more for ourselves. Yes. Because that's where you eventually end up in a place where yeah. now you're, you're thinking on your own. 
You're not relying yeah. on somebody else right. to think for you. Well, that's right. You're, you're, the confidence that you can have, in my opinion, to move forward in your life with decisions that will be made from that point mm-hmm. are, are things that you can count on and are way more solid mm-hmm. than if you're just adopting something from the outside and just regurgitating it or just doing it because, right? You know, we need to build up this muscle, this discernment, wisdom sure. muscle. Right? Sure. We talk about this working out and doing the work all the time. You know. Well, recently, I I uh, I did this with my daughter. I when she asked me about what was going on um, in the election and who she should vote for, I certainly could have told her what I thought, and and that would have influenced her. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. I helped her to try to think for herself. So that that's just one quick example. Exactly. Of, of getting young people or anybody, even uh, adults, to be thinking yes. on their own. Yes, it, 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 we, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to each other, okay? Um, you know, and then, you know, and, and I'm going to bring in, you know, we've already talked a little bit about our, our faith background, if you will. Uh, so that's going to weave its way in, whether it's in a mystical sense or whether it's in a more theological sense. Right. But, you know, another example of sort of this kind of, I think, adventure and missing the point uh, and I'm just going to throw it out there because it's something that I've talked about over the years a lot. And so in some Christian circles, you will hear the, the statement that we need to hate the sin but love the sinner. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, you know, on the surface, you can go back to the Bible. And again, I'm trying to use this in a general sense now. So if right. the Bible's not your source, what was your source for whatever it was, okay, that said, you know, Somehow or other, you can go into the scripture and the Bible and, and see where we're supposed to hate sin, all right? And yet we're supposed to love one another. And so on the surface, you can kind of connect those dots together and you can nod and go, oh, okay, right? Uh, but I've said for years and years and years that that doesn't work, that we miss the point. We've had an adventure in missing the point because the minute we use the word hate, first of all, Okay. Strong word. There we go. Even if it's hating sin, oh gee, that seems like it should be. And I'm all again. I'm trying to use an example here, but grit it however you want to in your life circumstance. So now we're taught to hate the sin. Boy, on the surface, gee, I guess I'm supposed to do that. I guess that sounds right. Okay, because God doesn't like sin and those kinds of things. So right. But the minute you entertain that word hate, okay, then you try to say, well, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to hate your. Action, because that's what we're talking about here. Right. Your your action is sinful, and so I'm going to hate what you're doing, but I'm not going to hate you. I'm going to love you. How's that working for everybody? It, it doesn't. Okay. The, the practicality of that does not work. All right. And so again, that's an adventure in missing the point, in my opinion. Right. That let's just focus on loving everybody. And we're going to go from there. There's the point. That's not an adventure. That's not missing anything. I'm going to love you. The rest of it, you know what? Whatever. But I'm not going to focus on hating your sin. All right? Right. You know? Like, why give energy to exactly. that to that negativity? Yes. Let's give all the energy we have to... To the loving part. To trying to do it just a little bit better, <laughs> yeah. which is loving people absolutely so again which which includes yourself yes it does you can certainly apply this to you thinking about you oh most definitely that's a 
great point. Okay, because again, if you, even if you come from Christian circles, when, when you would adopt an attitude of sinfulness and all of that, then what does that do for yourself and all of that? That's a that's a great point. Okay, but again, I want you to think outside. You can apply it to your Christian. You know, thinking if, if you're a Christian and that's where you're coming from, but it's bigger than that. This adventure is bigger than that. And even that. if you're not, you apply right. it to the action, hating yeah. the action of right. whatever, whatever it is. That's, that's the, there you go. Right. right? So. And if it's, and if loving yeah. people is uncomfortable for you, just getting along, like wanting to be, you know, a positive influence in someone's life. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, namaste. Right. Namaste. Just start to look right. at people with namaste. Again, right. look that up, gang. Okay. All right. So, so with that, yes. you know, some of the some of the adventure, some of the theoretical, more if you will, if you want to, and practical ways to look at these adventures would be, as I've already mentioned, I think, stop focusing on the possible outcomes or the possible ways of looking at everything and focus a little bit more in discernment on what's more probable. You know, we're not looking for absolute certainty. We're looking for clarity and we talk about it all the time. You know, uh, get a, move yourself back a little bit from needing this degree of certainty to be willing to not just accept but realize how greater clarity can just help you do it a little bit better. Oh yeah. And with that might come some greater certainty too. That's that's okay. Sure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, all right? Uh but but we want to end up we're people of decisions. And we tend to not use discernment. We got a checklist. And we're going to go through our to-do list and chick, 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 and we're multitasking. We're doing all this stuff and we're we feel good about all the stuff that we accomplish. Matt, I, you know I love I, my checklist. We talk about this it, you know? a lot, yes. but I, I missed a lot of points of <laughs> in my life because of that checklist. Well, but but we're taught these things, Stu. Mm-hmm. That's the point. I guess what I'm getting at that we're taught to have adventures and missing the point a lot of times, and that therein lies part of the problem, mm-hmm. right? That let's begin to take our to-do lists and instead of the old tyranny of the urgent which is another whole discussion, let's begin to take and apply wisdom to the list. (laughs) There's a novel concept, right? Start to apply some discernment. Is that really important? What's that really going to have an outcome toward? Is it all, is it just a matter of just crossing it off the list and checking it off and getting that sense of accomplishment? Or is there significance in it? Right, as far beyond just the checkoff on the list, right? Right. And again, this is all about, you know, what do you spend your time on? Where do you give your energy? Breathing room. We're going to have a whole t- session, I think, on that. That we talk about that a lot about uh, allowing ourselves some breathing room, and when we don't have it, the rim- ripple effect of that, you know. Um, and then I use this term a lot because I heard it years and years ago, and it's this idea of. Root versus fruit. And, and again, this is a little more biblical concept, a little more Christianese concept, but it's still applicable all across the board. That, let's use the example of an orange tree. An orange tree at its root is what? An orange tree. Right. Okay. It can't be a pear tree. It can't be a cherry tree. It's an orange tree. And so therefore, what kind of fruit is it going to produce? Oranges. Okay. This is a, yeah. Okay. You passed. So I get an right? A plus? <laughs> you get a star. So, but what happens is we want to focus on the oranges. We want to run after the oranges, in my example, instead of cultivating 
the root of the orange tree in this case, or let me now take it to our lives, that we want to go chase acceptable outcomes, even being loving or being or being generous or being kind or being creative or being all of these things that we would say in general, those are that are good things to be. Right. Right. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Right. But to accomplish that. We don't go chase the end game. We don't go chase the outcome. You have to chase the being part that produces the outcome. And that's a whole other philosophical discussion. I'm just throwing it out here to say, right. don't have an adventure and missing the point that goes chasing the fruit that chases the outcomes. So, Mac, the way I hear that is instead of waking up in the morning, and let me use some of the words you use, and say, okay, today I'm going to be compassionate. I'm going to be patient. That typically doesn't work. Right. But one day, if I'm if I'm cultivating wisdom in my life and working on who I am, yeah. One day I wake up and I think, wow, like I'm really patient. Like yesterday, I was really patient. I don't I don't have to think that right. I'm going to do it. It just happens because yeah. I I am just being that. That's right. Now it's sustainable. And that's the goal. It's just to be. It's so you're not thinking about it. It's not yes. a checklist item now. Right. You're just being, You've transformed. You've You're transformed. different. You've, because how is it going to, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you, Stu, but I just know about me. When I lived in that place of by the book, here's the 10 chapters on how to be a better person. And I read that and I tried to apply it. I don't care. It was in my marriage. It was in my friendships. It was in my own personal life. It was never sustainable for the long right. haul. Right. I might have been able to achieve some of it for a short period of time, but it never changed the root. <laughs> okay, if I go back to my example, right? So again, don't have that adventure and missing the point. Don't chase those outcomes. You need to focus more, yes, on cultivating that inner. And I believe that a you know a life spiritualized is a life simplified, without a doubt. All right, I believe that wholeheartedly. So, you know, I believe that that's one of the ways that we can do it better. You know, whatever that means for you. I'm not trying to give it a Christian connotation or anything, but uh, I do believe that that's that's super important. Okay. So there you have it, man. That's been my rants. Those are my, you know, there's my ravings. There's my, you know, there's my bring musings. Yeah, there's my musings. <laughs> there it is. There's a little bit of the call out. There's. There's a little bit of just some a little bit of the frustration, but the encouragement more than anything else. Right. Okay. And I so appreciate your perspectives as well, because we've been we've been journeying in this for a long time together, you know, and have had time to flesh a lot of this out and look at each other and go, that didn't go so well. Well, we didn't work that. Okay, let's figure out that something better there. Right. You know, one thing over to learn over the years that I've learned from you is you you have a lot of really great nuggets of information. Uh, that I that I love I love to have a book just jot them down. I'm like, okay, let me go back and see all the all the Mac Nuggets. Well, there it is, Mac Nuggets, and you know, again, taking those Mac Nuggets and and, and putting them into the holistic nature then of, of a life, there becomes the real challenge, and that's yes. what we want to talk about over the weeks. Yes. So, uh, so with that, the mas- mystic Mac Nugget, you know, oh, kind of said it right. I love it. Here we go. So here's here's where we're going to leave it, gang. All right, with with this. This episode's Mystic McNugget. Step aside for what's inside. Mm. You have so much. There is so much in each one of us. we got to get out of the way of it. Yes. Don't you think? Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. Right? <laughs> it just makes me think about what is inside. Mm. 
right? Like what spills out of you in moments when you're not prepared yeah. to get jostled or bumped. Mm-hmm. This is what we're working towards exactly. with our, with this podcast, with our, our lives, with this wisdom. Yes. So that's agreed, great. man. Love it. Totally agreed. So there we are. You're a beautiful, exotic cocktail. Every single one of us, that's what's inside. I love it. And we need to let it out. So that gang will say thank you. Yes, thank you. And uh, we will see you on the flip side in our next episode. Take care, Stu. Take care. All right, man. Okay, all of you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms. And keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.